Welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I'm Michael. Today we have on Richard Burgess, aka Vegan Gains. He's a very popular YouTube channel. He has a very popular YouTube channel that focuses on the vegan diet and lifestyle. What I wanted to start with and what I admire so much about you and your channel is you just don't take shit from anybody. Were you always like that? Oh, yeah. Um, ever since I was uh, a small child, I, I'm very... Um, I'm very much a loner, very introverted, and I've never really uh, cared about offending anyone ever since I was uh, even in like daycare when I was like three or four years old. Always like that. Uh, just I think it just comes naturally to me and also just the way I was raised too. Are you um, an only child, Richard? Yeah, yeah. You are. Also okay. by choice, kind of interestingly. Uh, my really? parents asked me if I wanted um, a brother or a sister when I was... Like pretty young, like maybe four or five. Did you tell and them then, to go fuck themselves? Uh, <laughs> didn't say it worded that way, but I said no, definitely not. Yeah, really. Yeah, but being an introvert though, Eric's an introvert, and you know, I was it, Eric and I have a dynamic, right? We're brothers, and I was always the extrovert. Eric was the introvert, and it was like pulling teeth to get Eric to do what he's doing now. Do you find it hard as an introvert to do what you're doing? And being, you know, you've <clears throat> over 350,000 subscribers. You have a tremendous voice in your community. Is that a hard, was that really hard for you to do? Um, I was initially camera shy. I've always been a bit camera shy, but once I got over that, everything else was pretty easy. Um, when I was first kind of becoming an entrepreneur, starting my own businesses, I first got into personal training and uh, then I got into photography. Uh, those things are, are really like if you're an introvert, it's really, really difficult. Like you really have to communicate and network with everybody. So like comparing that to YouTube, where all you have to do is like talk to a camera, like an inanimate object, and then you can choose whether or not you want to interact with anyone else. Like you can choose if you want to look at the comments and talk to people. So uh, compared to everything else I was doing before, like this is incredibly easy. Like it's probably the best job for an introvert because yeah, you really sure. don't have to communicate with anyone if you really don't want to. That was my question leading, you know, after this was if you were never, if you had never made it on YouTube and, or you never became an influencer, what would you be doing? Yeah, I probably would have kept pursuing personal training, photography. Um, I might have like uh, tried to pursue something like acting or modeling, uh, maybe seriously. But uh, yeah, I, I probably would have just kept pursuing those things. That's crazy. Do you, so veganism, did you, did you, were you always a vegan? Were you raised as a vegan? No. How did you find veganism? So uh, when I was growing up, um, I liked vegetables. Like I liked a lot of plant foods. I was right. uh, like big into fruits and vegetables, but I also ate meat and everything just because it was normal. Mm -hmm. um, I liked animals. Like I always liked animals. Um, I never knew really what veganism was. I, I heard of vegetarianism. I didn't really hear about what veganism even was until maybe I was around <clears throat> like uh, 14, 15, like uh, pretty how old. Like, you, how old are you now? Just out of curiosity. I'm uh, 29. You're 29. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then uh, right around high school, I first heard of veganism and I, I just thought it was weird. Like I just the idea of not even eating, you know, milk or eggs. I, I didn't understand what the ethical issue was with eating milk or eggs. I could understand why some people would be like against eating meat because it's obvious mm -hmm. like animals have to die. But 
Right. Then um, a friend of mine uh, at the time, he linked a speech by an animal activist named Gary Yarofsky. He linked it on Facebook. And uh, it was a really powerful spe uh, speech. I think it was called The Best Speech Ever Told. And he just went over all the reasons why, you know, eating meat and animal products is wrong. It's like bad for your health. It's bad for the animals, bad for the environment. Then after hearing that speech, I just went vegan, uh, vegan cold turkey. And it was right wow. before my 19th birthday. Wow. So you've wow. been vegan for 10 years. Yeah. And are you doing it because of ethical reasons or are you doing it because of health reasons or are you doing it just to show that you can? <clears throat> So um, initially when I went vegan, it was primarily for health reasons, but also the ethical reasons were important to me. Uh, what made it, It's what made me stick to the diet. But uh, over time, it just the ethics matter more to me. So right yeah. now, it's, it's really just for the ethics. What health issues were you dealing with when you decided to go vegan? Um, wasn't really, I didn't really have any health issues. Um, I did have a few surgeries on my knee and... Um, it was just bothering me. I couldn't really walk for very long. Um, I'd have to like take breaks every 30 minutes because uh, my knee would stiffen up a lot. That was really the only health problem, but I, I didn't really know it It could at all be related to diet. Um, I, uh, after I went vegan, I did lose weight pretty quickly. I lost about 10 pounds. Um, I felt like better, more energetic. I, my, uh, my lifts went up in the gym and uh, my knee uh, my knee health just improved a lot. Uh, I got rid of the weird stiffness and achiness that I uh, constantly had. Uh, that took only like a couple months to go away. Uh, my depression also improved quite a bit. I had a suicidal depression ever since I was really, really young, like about six years old. And uh, my suicidal depression turned to just depression. So um, that was pretty good. What was like, uh, what do you feel? It was a chemical imbalance. Do you, you know, was it an issue that you had when you were younger? <clears throat> if you don't want to dive into it, you don't have to. No, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, appreciate it. I, I think it's a bit of both. Um, so I, I do think I'm genetically kind of prone to depression and there is a link between inflammatory issues and depression. And, um, it's possible that a very anti-inflammatory diet high in fruits and vegetables lacking in some of these inflammatory foods like meat, dairy, and eggs, mm -hmm. it, it very likely contributed to it. Um, I think maybe the peace of mind of, you know, knowing that I'm doing something right and good for the animals that might've helped as well. And, um, yeah, I was mistreated as a kid for sure. Uh, I think my parents are pretty immature and uh, irresponsible and they definitely shouldn't have been parents and uh, that definitely contributed to it too are you still are you still front like close with them today or you've no. um you not really um right. i'm in contact with my mom i talk to her occasionally um talk mm. with my grandmother too uh not really anyone else in my family when i come across them uh i might talk to my uncle or something i think he's kind of cool but right. um that's pretty much it and your dad you don't bother with at all no. Um, mm -hmm. Last time I saw him was four or five years ago or something. I just met up, met up with him for Christmas. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. He, he hasn't wanted to talk to me, so I just stopped talking to him. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Our father, our father dealt with uh, depression and mental illness as well. He did pass away. We're going on three years now. Um, but, you know. It's, you know, our mom was kind of like the glue that held us together. It was, it was tough to be with him when he was, you know, on his rampages. Right. Right. You know, so that I, I, I get it. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, oh God, I have a million questions. 
Eric, do you <laughs> what? So do you not do you people that aren't vegan? Do you hate them? Because that's like the persona that I get from you on your channel. Or do you hate people? Because I feel like you focus a lot on when people lie. And I feel like you don't like liars as opposed to or do, do you like having healthy discussions with people who aren't vegan versus people who are vegan? Yeah, so um, I don't just plain and simple hate people that eat meat and like you hit the nail on the head. I just don't like liars. That's what really, right. really ticks me off. Um, you know, I do have an issue with people who honestly don't care about animal well-being and they're like, yeah, I know it's wrong. I'll, I, I just kill them anyway because I don't care. I do like really dislike those people too. Um, I, I don't like people who are apathetic. But um, it's people who just flat out lie to me and will come up with just excuses and lies that they don't even believe in to justify what they're doing. That's what really, really ticks me off. Right. Um, but yeah, I'd compare it to somebody who is maybe, you know, grown up in a family who's really racist. Like maybe they grew up in a family who's like a member of the KKK. Like if I, if I came across someone like that, you know, I don't like what they believe in. But at the same time, I kind of have sympathy and understanding for why they'd be like that. And I think that is kind of the way things are with meat eating. We've like grown up in a culture where eating meat is normal. And I've been in that situation myself. So right. I understand. And I understand it can be kind of hard to get people out of that mindset. But um, yeah, it's when people lie to me that really, really ticks me off. Where it's like, oh, it's it's okay to kill animals because... You know, it's the natural order of things. And they're just saying things that they don't actually believe in just right. to justify what they're doing. Have you so, cheated? Have you cheated in the 10 years? Have you like no, had no. meat? You haven't at all. Nothing. No, no. Really? It's incredible. So we have, our family has a lot of allergies. So like Michael, Michael can take it from here. But yes. Like he has intolerances to foods and we figure that through endpoint test, endpoint allergy testing. Um, and and through blood work and stuff like that. What would you cat is is veganism suitable for every person on earth? Is there a diet that is suitable for every person on earth? So right now there's no medical condition or disease known that would prevent you from being vegan. Um, so no, there's there's always a workaround, especially now that we have supplements and uh, you know fortified right. foods and modern technology. Like if you were allergic to a particular food or set of foods, like if you were allergic to soy, well, okay, there's a lot of other beans you can eat. Um, if you're allergic to carrots or sweet potatoes and you can't get mm -hmm. vitamin A from normal sources, well, okay, now there's supplements. So there's always mm -hmm. a workaround. Yeah, my my big thing is I have I'm anaphylactically allergic to nuts. I can't have, you know, almonds, walnuts, pecan. I've never had, I've had them five times in my life and all five times I've ended up in the hospital. Hmm. And it was really unbeknownst to me that the last allergic reaction I had was in um, Las Vegas. Uh, there was a little piece of chocolate dice uh, on a tray and I had the chocolate dice and I had hazelnut in it. My lips swelled up, the whole balloon, everything. I was a vegetarian for a bit and I enjoyed being a vegetarian. I lost a lot of weight. I felt great. Um, but to me, I didn't feel I could sustain it because of I was so limited with the vegetables I could eat. I'm allergic to tomatoes and nightshades. Uh, I get, you know, I have asthma and I feel that it inflames me when I have that. I would love to know what what's possible to eat. And uh, same thing with soy. So it's soy, nightshades and tree nuts that I really am not allowed to eat. Um, 
what other foods are there on a vegan diet that would be suitable for someone with, you know, cause that's like, I think like three quarters of the foods it's like soy, it's nightshades and, and, um, um, and, um, tree nuts, you know, well, there's like thousands of diff different species of plant foods. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of vegetables, there's a lot of green leafy vegetables, like, uh, broccoli, collard greens, uh, things like that. Um, okay. there's lots of fruits like, um, you know, apples, oranges, bananas, like you can, you can name a lot of different fruits, mangoes. I, I've been indoctrinated. So like, all right. So Eric and I have been, Eric lost a hundred pounds. I lost 50 pounds. And really to us, everything is about health, right? That yes, it's, it's, it's horrible what they do to the animals. We're not for that. We don't believe in it's the right thing to do to torture animals. We try to keep it as organic as possible. And, you know, the bullshit that we're fed that it's got to be grass fed and and human uh, hum, humanly raised i just wanted to show richard a picture of us yeah this was us okay we, yeah. we, were, we were fucking hogs and heifers the two of us we right. were massive um i had fatty liver i had asthma chronic allergies and vegetarian started my weight loss and then eric found keto and then the right. weight the weight melted off and it was like oh god we could eat butter and cream <clears throat> and, you know we're healthy um so to speak, I mean, so to speak, the, the, right. The, the jury is still out because honestly, you know, my cardiovascular profile, while it's okay, it doesn't, it doesn't look amazing. And, right. um, you know, my, I have, I'm 37 years old. I have a calcium score of 17. Okay. Um, Michael has a zero calcium score. Um, and you know, I lost weight. I had a thyroid issue that all got corrected doing keto. I was a militant carnivore for four years and i feel like a we weren't anti-vegan i just yeah. want to say that we were not anti-vegan at all we just found this diet yeah a portion i think doing that did wreck my gut because uh, for lack of a better description i began peeing out of my asshole every single time i would eat meat and it would it would just be gushing every time i would eat it would just go in and out so now i eat a more balanced diet where it's sure. you know meat and veg and fruit and, you know, I was so afraid to go back to eating carbs because I guess I was kind of brainwashed into the fact that if you eat any type of plant food, you're going to gain weight and get fat. And and that, be, right. And be unhealthy. Right. That That's was so, that was so hard for me to break. Do you, you, know find, I mean? you do you find that you're like fighting an uphill battle with these carnivores? Uh, not really. Um, really? Like evidence and logic is just on my side. It's just, um, you know, hammering the point over and over again enough to to the to where they they understand like um if you're really confused on where to start with like uh, on on diet and you know you're limited with food choices um a good resource is challenge22.com they will set you up with a registered dietitian and they can make you a customized meal plan so, mm -hmm. um, and a vegan meal plan too. So, uh, they'll work with you, give you your own customized meal plan. If you have any kind of food allergies, just mention it to them and then they can right. give you a long list of food options and everything. So yeah, if you're having, uh, issues and struggling with that, then, um, that's a good resource. But I mean, there's a, a huge, 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 wide, a wide range of plant foods. Like you're talking about literally thousands of different varieties of plants. Um, like, um, you, you said you can't eat nightshades and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know if there are like starchy root vegetables. I think there's things I like sweet um, potato, right? Sweet yeah. potato and yeah. yeah and there's, I, I think taro is uh, another one that wouldn't be in the night nightshade family. I think that's more of um, an Asian sort of vegetable. It's kind of like really? a potato though. 
Yeah, so really? like there's a lot of different options. And I mean, there's um, beans and uh, legumes that uh, wouldn't be in the nightshade family where you can get a majority of your protein and stuff. So um, even though you are limited, like you're, I don't think you're as limited as you think you might be. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I, I, yeah, find it, I find it so hard to believe that there have been carnivores that have been eating nothing but meat and fat and like literally buckets of fat every single day. No way. And, and, and yeah. their stool is normal. I, I, I just can't, after experiencing it for myself, yeah. I just can't believe and, it. And I got to tell you, Richard, Eric didn't put a piece of broccoli across his lips for four years. I mean, nothing, not even a piece of chocolate where I do tend to cheat, right? I'll have like the 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 more garbage foods. I, I sometimes follow a, a kefir model of the, the carbonite solution where I'll, you know, it, it splurge on some carbs and not eat any meat or fat or anything. Um, Eric didn't cheat at all. And the fat that we would consume. I mean, do you, they all see like, I, I honestly don't know who to believe. Everyone says the vegans are shitting 10 times a day. I was a carnivore and I was shitting 10 times a day. So like, I don't, I honestly don't know like what the right thing is. Is fiber going to make you go all day? Or, I mean, I know the carnivore diet did for Eric and I. Yeah. Um, when you don't eat any fiber, it basically gets rid of your like uh, gut microbiome and, um, that will give you diarrhea. Um, so you, you definitely need fiber and that's pretty common. You can just look on YouTube, like carnivore diet gave me diarrhea. You'll see a million videos on that. Uh, Joe Rogan talked about it. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a pretty common side effect. So are um, they I, lying? Are the car? I'm sorry for interrupting, but like, are they lying yeah. that they're saying, "Oh, my stool's perfect now"? It's like it's, I just ate three fatty ribeyes, and I went to yeah, the bathroom. It's entirely possible. Like I've I've noticed with a lot of these people who are doing the carnivore diet, you can tell a lot of them have just an unhealthy relationship with their food, and they're they have like symptoms of an eating disorder. So I don't know if they can be entirely trusted with uh, what what they claim to be eating. And um, expound on that. And it, 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 go go deeper into what that. What does that mean? Yeah. What do you mean have a healthy relationship? Because they they think they're like they found God's gift to earth by just eating six rib ribeyes a day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just not a normal sort of behavior. Like Sean Baker, uh, for instance. You know that that carnivore doctor. Of course. Yeah. He like he talks about having you know anxiety with uh, different foods he was eating. Like he wanted to get healthy. Um, I, I know uh, even way back, like Dr. Atkins, he talked about having like a, a lot of anxiety and not being sure what to eat. Like um, I, I just see this as a common trend with people who kind of uh, go into these sorts of like really low carb, you know, meat based diets. They talk about just not ever being sure what to eat. And then they just hone in on these very specific kind of foods rather than having a varied diet. And that's kind of something that I, I, I've seen from people with eating disorders, like with uh, anorexia, bulimia, like they just get nervous whenever they eat anything. And then um, these anorexics, they'll like hone in on just very specific foods. Um, there's quite a lot of people with eating disorders within the vegan community. And um, I've talked with some of these people, a lot of them go on like raw diets and stuff where they'll only eat like a very specific list of foods. So uh, I see a lot of parallels with uh, just eating disorder type behavior. And um, just based on some of the research on like vitamin C intake, like they talk about how they only eat skeletal muscle tissue and they've only, they've been doing this for years. I, I don't believe that that's all they're eating to like maintain adequate vitamin C levels and not get scurvy. 
um, th like they have to be eating something like some spices, even like um, yeah. a little bit of chili uh, peppers, you know, sprinkled on their food would be just enough vitamin C, but they're claiming all they're eating is skeletal muscle tissue. I don't buy that. It, it just doesn't make any kind of scientific sense. Like they'd end up getting scurvy, uh, especially if they're cooking their food. So yeah, I, I don't really trust them when it when it comes to what they're claiming to eat. And uh, again, like uh, I've seen these Facebook groups where uh, these carnivore dieters talk about cheating on their diet regularly, where you know they can't you know they can't just eat meat all the time, and they kind of get bored, and they have to eat like an apple or something, or just some right. carbohydrates occasionally. You don't feel that way on vegan, right? You don't feel <clears throat> like, I'm just dying for no. like an egg and cheese omelet, nothing at all. No. Really? I, I I always hated eggs and cheese too. Um, I, really? I don't know why people like it. Yeah, like eggs kind of taste like farts to me, and cheese <laughs> just tastes like feet. So, yeah, so, I, I never liked those foods. Did but, you? Um, did you always there, have? No, go ahead, finish. Yeah, but like, there's there's vegan meat and dairy replacements, and now there's even egg replacements too. There's uh, just egg. Yeah, uh, people tell me it's pretty good. But you know that's you know what we'll talk about that Eric hold your question keep okay. your question because I want to you, you you spoke about the meats so like meat is one ingredient right and yes they feed it with corn and soy like it's there's we're de you know dealing with the GMO <laughs> and all this shit when you look at a Beyond Burger there's twenty thirty ingredients in there is is that normal for a body to handle and and I'm not yes. against it I just don't know about it that like I have meat one ingredient and I feel okay when i eat it yes it's awful what they do to the animals but then i have the beyond burger which has expeller pressed pea protein oil i don't know garbage shit and i don't know if that's if that's good for your body is that what your body needs um it's better for you than meat um really? it's lower in saturated fat uh, it's free of cholesterol and uh, i mean the uh plant sources of protein um you know that it's based on it's just better for you than the animal sources of protein um higher in antioxidants like just because something has a, a long list of ingredients that doesn't mean it's uh less healthy for you necessarily uh, the Beyond Meat stuff—it's—it's it's not. I wouldn't consider it a health food. It, it's not. It's something okay. you should have sometimes. Um, I if I were to recommend, um, you know, mock meats that you could have more regularly, like on a, a near daily basis, uh, I'd recommend something like Gardein or uh, maybe Field Roast Tofurky, something like that. Okay. Uh, the the main reason is um, in Beyond Meat they use coconut oil as their main source of fat. It's high in saturated fat, and that raises your serum cholesterol. Uh, the other mock meats, for the most part, they use things like uh, canola oil or sunflower oil. It's uh, just a better oil for you. It's lower in saturated fat, doesn't raise your cholesterol. Really, the only concern there is just uh, the sodium, which. It kind of depends. Like if you're very active and sweating a lot, it, it doesn't really right. matter if you have a little bit of a higher sodium intake. But if you're sedentary, you're not really working out, then yeah, you kind of want to avoid sodium. So what's your argument that that vegetable oils are inflammatory? The safflower oils, not olive oil so much because I started eating more olive oil in the last you know eight months. But what's what's your what's the reason behind that? Why are we being told that vet, vet, vegetable oils are is the stuff that's causing the heart disease and not the cholesterol? Right. So I've heard this from, this is kind of being popularized by a bunch of naturopaths. Um, there's this idea that um, vegetable oils oxidize very easily. So basically it means they generally, 
go rancid like uh, very quickly when you just expose them to air. Whereas uh, these saturated fats, like you can literally just cook bacon and then you can put the bacon grease into a jar and it just solidifies and it gets hard and it doesn't go bad. And like, that's the basis for their, their claim that vegetable oils are bad. So because right. it goes rancid when you just leave it out, therefore it will go like rancid in your body. It's this really weird, um, ancient Chinese medicine kind of idea. Um, but no, there, there just isn't any evidence, uh, any evidence for this. The American wow. Heart Association just recently uh, came out with a paper talking about how replacing saturated fats like butter with, um, you know, poly and monounsaturated fats like olive oil, it's just better for you. Um, reduces wow. risk of uh, heart disease and subsequent, you know, cardiovascular events. So where, Eric, well, last question, I'm sorry. <laughs> so where are these motherfuckers getting this from that vegetable oils are bad? Why am I being told in the carnivore <clears throat> community, in the keto community, that, that vegetable oils, you should be eliminating it where, you know, I, I kind of feel better when I'm eating sweet potato chips and it's made in safflower oil and my poops are normal. Yeah, like there, there's a number of different explanations. The most prevalent one I've heard is, you know, that weird, you know, naturopath explanation. I've seen a lot of naturopaths uh, promoting that idea. Um, I, I've actually debated um, a PhD in nutrition science on, on this exact topic of like the issue with uh, oxidation and fats. And um, there's this idea that if you eat uh, fat sources that easily oxidize, basically it makes it so your uh, lipid particles oxidize a little more easily. And once uh, your lipid part particles oxidize, they're more likely to permeate your arterial wall and then, you know, start off, uh, you know, heart disease. The evidence just isn't there, uh, plain and simple. Uh, saturated fats are uh, more associated with heart disease. And even if this mechanistic sort of idea that they're, they're talking about is true, well, if you can keep your cholesterol low enough, it doesn't matter. Even if your uh, lipid particles are more likely to oxidize, if you eat these plant fats like, um, you know, olive oil or canola right. oil, stuff like that. Right. Um, if you can keep your cholesterol below 70 milligrams per deciliter, it's pretty clear that your, like your chances of getting heart disease are, are virtually zero. Uh, whereas if you eat lots of saturated fats, a lot of cholesterol, a lot of butter and lard and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and you raise your uh, cholesterol, well, the people with the high cholesterol who are eating these foods, they're way more likely to develop heart disease. So even if like they could prove that, oh, look, if you eat olive oil, your LDL particles are gonna, going to oxidize uh, you know, more readily, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. If you can keep your cholesterol levels low enough, just plain simple doesn't matter. Interesting. Really, really interesting. So I know I interrupt you a hundred times. It's all good. Go you ahead. have yeah. like a really scientific mind, right? Like you go by data, you go by evidence. I, on the other hand, I go by gut and I go by the way that I feel. And your I'll leaky go... gut, your leaky gut. You go, you go by your leaky gut. Actually, I never had that. So are you always evidence-based with everything in your life or do you go by anecdotal. the way anecdotal or do you, will you ever go anecdotal or will you ever go based on how you feel about something? When it comes to scientific claims, I always go based on data. So when it comes to things like health, I, I always go based on data. Um, when it comes to interacting with people, like obviously you have to go on gut, like when it comes to just relationships, uh, business decisions with other people, um, I do go on gut. Like I, I have to read people, I uh, get a, a sense of how I feel off of them. 
and I go with my gut feeling and, and intuition in those situations. But whenever it comes to, you know, objective facts, uh, you know, knowledge-based things, scientific things, I, I always go based on data. How much do you read a day? You're so, you know, I've been binge watching your videos. You're so well-versed and you, pr you can convince anybody that eating meat is bad and being a vegan is good. Do you read all day? How do you get your information? Um, yeah, I, I read a fair bit. Like I read um, just uh, medical texts, you know, uh, journals uh, a lot uh, just to stay updated on a lot of information. I'm particularly interested in, uh, you know, heart disease, lipidology, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I do, I do read a fair bit. And, uh, you know, whenever I make those, uh, you know, scientific videos talking about nutrition, uh, I always read up. How, how long does it take you to make one video? It, uh, it really depends. I've been able to uh, cut down on how long it, uh, it takes me to make a video. I think usually now I can uh, make a video in roughly four or five hours. Yeah, oh, wow. usually. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not that's, too bad. That's research. That's, that's, you know, doing the video and then editing it. That's yeah. That's yeah. You, you have, you have a, like a lot of foundational knowledge. Based yeah. On whatever yeah. You're gonna talk so, about. so over the years, just uh, because I, I know more, I've kind of gotten used to making videos and um, I, I've just, yeah, I've just gotten snappier and quicker with things just because I have a, a good knowledge base right now. And um, I've just gotten so used to uh, just making videos and getting used to the whole video production thing that I can bang does, them up pretty quickly. Does controversy grow your channel the most? Um, <clears throat> it depends. Like, your you know, some people, like, I don't know, just some people, they make, you know, stupid vlogs, family vlogs, and they just skyrocket out of nowhere. Right. Um, yeah, with me, controversy sure as hell grew my channel. So um, I think more than anything, just being genuine kind of grows right. your channel like just right. do what you feel you know you want to you know you know want you want to share you believe in i think uh that's really important <laughs> I, I i couldn't stop laughing your video on eric berg dr eric berg oh, yeah. you're like this guy's going to teach you how to build muscle i i, I like <laughs> eric berg i have nothing against the guy his, his videos have helped me but he's like a skinny guy right he's yeah. like no muscle tone at all yeah. and well, this, fucking, this yeah. fucking guy is going to tell me how to gain muscle. Your videos, when you dress up, uh, you're, do you script that or do you just go by the seat of your pants? Uh, now I don't really have to to script it. Like I haven't written a script in uh, I think a little over a year now. I really? just when I watch the video, I just write the script in my head. I just watch right. the video once and then it all just all comes in my head. I know what jokes I'm going to make, what characters I'm going to play, stuff awesome. like that, yeah. You're, you're fucking I mean, hillbilly. The first, the first, <laughs> when you Google vegan gains, when you Google vegan gains, the first thing that comes up is, is vegan gains a troll? Oh, yeah. How does that make you feel? I don't know, like... You don't, I, you don't I, get are you, shits, man. Are you, you a troll? No, no, no. I, I guess I'm just an unusual person and not a lot of people act like me, I guess. So To me, to me you are the Floyd Mayweather of the health community. Yeah. You are and that's a compliment. That's yeah. a compliment. I'm I'm a huge boxing fan. Floyd Mayweather's the bad boy of boxing. But you yeah. know what? But you know what? He's flawless. Yeah. And 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 he well, he's 30 and 0 or 50, no, he's 50 and 0. He's 50 and 0. You really your you're videos are hard to beat. You're hard to yeah. beat. Your videos are 50 and 0 and I don't know if that's going to listen we had Frank Tufano on the channel and you know we have a few other health people coming on because we want to learn about their journeys. We want to hear about them. You know, whether veganism is a right or wrong, your videos 
are fucking a plus man thanks thanks really truly and and we're not vegan i'm very curious to know about it you know you, you piqued my interest and you know i've been following you throughout the years but it really wasn't up until the last few months where i really started honing in on your stuff you know you're you, like you're, you're Floyd Money Mayweather. You're hard to beat. You Thanks. can't, you know, you know how to dodge people. I've seen your um, debates with uh, <laughs> Spirit. With oh, Spirit. Yeah, you're, you're, I swear to God, this is better than like as the world turns. All right. Yeah. You and you and Spirit just go at each other. Um, and I wanted I wanted to ask yeah. about that. Not not really about Spirit, but about his idol, Ajanis Vonderplanets. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, I, have I know. Have you ever done any any little research on him? So I, I didn't know about this until recently, like a, a couple of weeks ago. Somebody mentioned it. Um, that that guy, um, Frank Defano, I think, also based a lot of his information off that dude. Yeah, he's critical. Yeah. Of, he's critical of Ajanis. Ajanis was basically a dude um, who believes in all raw foods, raw meat raw raw he juices he he's not afraid of vegetables and fruit per se he doesn't like the fiber in them but he's not necessarily against eating them but, but he'll eat a raw squirrel which just you know yeah yeah so unappealing and he he did end up dying <clears throat> he died in, in an accident uh where his balcony so, collapsed in Thailand. so they say so they say but, you know, who the yeah, um, there's a there's a weird conspiracy community around that guy, too. They think he was like assassinated and stuff. Um, He's he's just a freaking weirdo, like plain and simple. The, the guy believed in a lot of weird conspiracy theories. He was like an anti-vaxxer and stuff. Um, that's all I can say. He was just a weird kooky weirdo. I like when you call the SJW shitheads. Like, yeah, yeah, it just it really I but what this is. This is associated with the stigma of veganism. I always thought vegans were the SJWs, right? That's what yeah, you're yeah. being told by the carnivore that's community. Social justice warriors. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the people that, you know, they're eating vegetables, so their brains are messed up. That's what we're told. That's what our research showed. And it's like, then I go to your channel. You're a vegan. Yeah. You're a smart vegan. And you're saying, these fucking SJW shitheads. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, man. So maybe, you know, this not, vegan isn't associated with that. What do you oh, dude. About? Yeah, please like, talk about it, Richard. Vegans are a very diverse group. Uh, I think uh, there is a huge issue with vegans being like these social justice warriors and yes. far left. And um, I think a, a big reason for that, too, is there's a lot of women involved. There's a lot of like young people in the vegan movement. And um, I think just in general, people who are, who are more liberal minded are more likely going to go vegan. But um, exactly. there's a wide range. It's a very diverse group. I've seen, um, you know, libertarian vegans. Um, I know some conservative vegans. I've literally, not even joking, seen um, far right wing um, Nazi vegans. Not wow. even kidding. There are Nazi vegans. Um, check out uh, John Rose. He is quoted as saying, uh, Hitler was pretty nice to the Jews after what the Jews did to Hitler. Oh Not even kidding. God. The guy has been vegan for a long, long time. I think like 40 years or something. Um, they're, they're just crazy wackos uh, in the vegan community. And they're, they're wide, like a very diverse group of people. So I had see, no idea. Yeah, yeah. you'll see um, you'll see everyone like across the entire political spectrum. You'll see, uh, you know, vegans there. So, yeah, there's there are a lot of crazy SJW vegans. Um, I've, I've actually spoken out about this a lot. It's a huge, yes. huge problem in the activist community. And a lot of uh, men are getting targeted 
Uh, there's a lot of like false rape, rape accusations getting thrown around. These girls are just taking advantage of their power in these organizations. And I, I'm speaking out about it. But Good yeah, like you. just because you're vegan doesn't make you uh, SJW or far left or anything. Really? I, I didn't realize. Have you spectrum. ever have yeah. you ever checked out uh, the Critical Drinker? No. You should you should watch a few of his chat uh, a few of his uh, a few of his episodes on on YouTube. He 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 skewers the left of Hollywood. He skewer he is you would really dig his videos. The critical drinker. His name is Will Jordan. He's an author. Okay. We had him on the podcast. It's actually our biggest podcast to date. Yeah. Um, hoping you, you could beat that. But um, oh, maybe I've maybe I have seen his video. Does he talk Scottish. about Johnny Depp a lot? No, no. no. Okay. He, he's, no. he's got okay. like a thick Scottish action and his shtick is that, you know, he's reviewing these movies drunk, but he's oh, just no. so... Yeah. No, I have seen him. I've seen quite a lot of his stuff. He's okay. I've seen his movie reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. The guy really hones in and he really skewers this new feminism that's emerged from Hollywood about, um, you know, how, you know, the women can do no wrong in movies, that there's no real arc. Like, I don't know if you're a Star Wars guy, right? Oh, um, yeah, the Mary Sue's. Uh, yeah, right. Mulan is the worst Mary Sue yet. Oh, that was just terrible. I, we um, didn't see it. We didn't see Mulan. Yeah, yeah me neither. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the reviews, and it's there's no character arc. They're just amazing from the very beginning. Right. Um, yeah, Kylo Ren, is is that her name? And then the new Star Wars? Ray. Ray. Yeah, no, Ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. That's, that's it. Well, he, yeah. he skewers it where he's like, so she could leap tall buildings with a single bound and not have any training whatsoever where luke again i don't know if you're a star wars guy but like oh, no, yeah i am I, yeah i love the original trilogy same here and but like so hollywood got their paws into this you know into this movement and like you know the movies are good but they're 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 not what they used to be and they're now they're shit dude no yes. they're, they're garbage uh, yeah. I saw the first i so i saw the first um episode in the new trilogy yeah and oh just no I can't watch it. It's just pure garbage. Uh, the so only scenes see. that were good were the uh, dogfighting scenes. It felt like 100%. entirely different crew were working Absolutely. on those scenes. They were just amazing. But, um, but yeah, that's everything the stigma. Else that, that's the stigma that we hear, right? That the the left, the feminism, you know, the, the SJWs, they're associated with veganism. And then we have you who's saying that's not the case. That's yeah, not yeah. the truth. Do you... I mean, you skewer everyone on your channel. Do you have videos that you enjoy making more than others? I mean, you just destroyed John Venus the other day. That was hysterical. Yeah. Do you have videos that you like making more than ones that you really just, you know, you don't want to put this out there, but you feel you have to? Um, I, I like criticizing people. Like it's, it's fun. Like I've always just been very confrontational and, and I like butting heads. So yeah, the videos where I can be really, really super critical of somebody, um, those are my, those are my favorite, you know. Uh, going right. after Eric Berg, you know, I I, I love that crap. Um, I I love the worst of the fitness industry, you know, video that I did on Eric Berg. Um, like that was one of the, the most fun videos when I can like really go after somebody and just right. hammer them hard. Uh, those are the videos that I love doing the most. You're natty. I, I laugh. I, I laugh at um at Frank Stefano News Network. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Frank yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whenever whenever he covers Frank, he says, "Welcome to the Frank Stefano News Network." Yeah, yeah. Love you, it. Yeah, I love the videos on Frank too. Do you get um, do you get uh, upset when people skewer you? Do you no. feel you don't? No, really. Um, like, look, I, I'm not perfect. I I don't think I should be immune to criticism. And when anybody has valid criticism against me, I just say, "Oh yeah, I I fucked up. I didn't do that right." And then I'll change so that I'm a 
I'm better than I, than I was last time. Right. But if their criticisms are wrong, then I'll just defend myself and say, no, you're wrong here, here, and here, and you're full of shit. So, yeah. You uh, listen, we, we were carnivores and we follow Frank and Spheridge and we don't follow their diets, you know, anywhere near what they do, but you won those debates straight yeah, up. Yeah. You won those yeah. debates. You came yeah. with an arsenal. Yeah. yeah. You ca you came with, with data and yeah. that's, that's really, it's really hard to beat unless someone is going to be equally as researched as you. Yeah. You um, should, uh, have you seen my debate with Rostin C PhD? No. Yeah. No. You should, you should watch that. Uh, I, yeah. that was probably my best debate with, um, he, he actually knew what he was talking about. Like he's an actual, uh, nutrition science PhD. What was his, what was his side? So he was like pro carnivore. He, he had really? the idea that a carnivore diet is probably like most healthy diet. Um, he's a little more reasonable than someone like Frank or Sverage. Uh, he was saying like, yeah, you can be healthy on a vegan diet. There, there's no issue there. But, uh, he was saying, yeah, probably carnivore, very meat based diet is probably healthiest. Um, but you should check that out. Um, he like, again, he's not someone like Frank, who's just pseudo intellectual, literally has no clue what he's talking about. Can't read. Uh, so that was one of my better debates with somebody. Uh, on nutrition. I wanted to talk about what are your thoughts on like COVID-19 and mask wearing and like where do you stand on on the state of the world right now? So um, like everywhere like the government's just fucked up like especially I think in the US. Gotcha. So what they should have done so here's what they should have done. They should have had a hard lockdown for maybe about six weeks flatten the curve. 100%. Um, Give, give given people just a like a month wave on mortgage payments, rent and everything 100%. just so people don't go homeless and lose their jobs and then open things back up, had people wear masks, social distance, limit social gatherings, limit the amount of people who should be in stores and keep fucking schools closed. Uh, these fucking morons opened up fucking schools and then now there's a second wave and now things have to close down again. It was just beyond stupid. The whole reason there's even a flu season is because of fucking schools. So keep the fucking schools closed and there wouldn't be any goddamn problems with, uh, you know, another second wave of COVID. So What's it like in Canada now? Um, yeah, schools are open. Uh, there's, I, I think like every freaking day, there's like a new record for, uh, you know, COVID infections, um, in Toronto, they like around the Toronto area, they're, uh, closing things down like more and more. Uh, I don't think you can dine in in restaurants anymore, but you can like order. So things aren't totally closed down. Schools are still open for some reason because everyone's an idiot. They don't know how to use zoom, I, I guess. We kept our kids home. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It's, you know, and listen, we're our day job is we're in the car service business. We have 10 offices across the United States. We show we're actually opening in Toronto, by the way. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We yeah. show for, you know, celebrities, executives and whatnot. Very niche. Um, you know, like Uber can't do what we do. It's very nuanced who we drive. Obviously, our business was destroyed because of COVID and we're rebuilding now very slowly. Um, and we kept our kids home because it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. And where where we live, we live in a north shore of Long Island and if you don't know where that is, it's it's a bubble. It's a very it, affluent area. It's a very affluent bubbleish type area and and all, you, everyone you ain't, you, you ain't stopping these people's good time. Right, right. You're, everyone you're, it's sent, not going to fucking happen. Everyone sent the kids back to school, so I have a 12-year-old Richard and um and an 8-year-old and my 12-year-old's Alexander and I have an 8-year-old daughter Kayla and Eric has a 10-year-old girl Hallie and a 6-year-old boy named Zachary and we all, we live a mile apart. I mean, we're we're very close family and 
like it wasn't even a question if we were sending them in. Like it was like we set them up. We were having I was having anxiety that they wouldn't be giving the option. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Are you anti-children? I've I I kind of not felt necessarily that. anti-children. It's just uh I think not everyone should be a parent. And I I don't even think that's a controversial opinion. Like, right. yeah, just do, not do everybody should be a parent. Do you recognize that for yourself or that you don't? Oh, want yeah, for sure. Like, even if I wanted kids, there's no freaking way I'm having them. Uh, really? I'm just not the type of person who should be around kids. What What do you feel <clears throat> is, like, kind of negative about children? I, uh, I'm, like, pretty much certainly on the antisocial, like, not ne negative about children. It's just negative about me. Like, I'm definitely on the antisocial personality spectrum. Um, I don't think I'm capable of having that sort of love like unconditional love for somebody. Um, I've never actually loved my parents. I've never loved any friends. I always have this like um, weird separation from everyone. The only person I've ever met where that barrier is gone is my wife. But uh, I, I think I, I can only love somebody romantically. I, I don't think I could ever love, like actually love someone as a friend or, uh, you know, children. There, there's just no way I can give them the type of love and attention they need. And I'm like, I just have emotional issues. I had like really, really bad anger issues a few years ago that I've really? finally gotten over. But still, like, I, I still have issues with um, depression and stuff. Like, I, I'm kind of irresponsible-ish too. Like, maybe not irresponsible, but I'm, I'm just the type of person who can't be um, tied down to like a set schedule. Like, if I want to sleep in, that's just happening. I, I got to sleep right. in. You know, if I want to do something now, I'll do it now. If I don't, I won't. I'm just that type of person. And I don't think kids would kind of fit into that sort of lifestyle or schedule. You know what it is? You're so self-aware. Right. And like, I'm not as self-aware as you are. And I'm, I, and I'm pretty self-aware. You're so self-aware and you don't bullshit yourself. And therefore, you don't let anyone bullshit you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, been, have you been to therapy? Um, I was in therapy for a bit for my anger issues and, uh, it helped, it, it definitely helped. Um, I think the biggest issue with, you know, self-improvement is just first recognizing that you're, that you have a problem hundred percent. And then just, you know, over the, like, it takes years. This took years for me to finally figure out, but, um, it's just something that you have to like work on. It, it's not even something like, oh, that's the issue solved. Um, right. it's just. Like a lot of these things are behaviors and like emotional patterns and stuff that you develop like throughout your entire life. And it just takes a very, very long time to correct those things. And it just takes practice over a, a long period of time. And I feel like I've finally gotten over my anger issues. Good. And uh, right Good. now I can finally just focus on just my emotional issues, like around my depression and stuff. How did so, you get over your anger issues, Richard? Um, so, uh, a big part of it was like recognizing that the anger was coming from within. It wasn't like I was blaming it on other things. I was blaming it on just like bullshit that would happen. Other people, you know, just getting in my way. All the anger was really just coming from inside me. I'm just naturally a, a fair, like a short, like I have a really short fuse. I'm really aggressive and confrontational. Mm -hmm. And I just had to recognize like, okay, the reason I'm having these outbursts where I just throw shit against the wall and, and shit, it, it's just because of me. Like I'm, I'm just taking things way too far and I just have to reel myself back in mm -hmm. and uh, give myself perspective. Like it's just not a big deal. 
and I just have to calm down. And um, just over time, you know, the crazy, crazy anger outbursts just reduced, like they became less and less frequent. And then finally, you know, I've just taught myself when I do feel like I'm just really enraged, like just take a step back, think about things, probably not worth smashing things, you know, on your desk and like punching holes in the wall. So, right. Yeah. yeah kids make you pissed. Yeah. yeah. You know, don't, like, don't, don't have kids, Richard. Don't, don't have yeah. kids because they like they'll drive you crazy and, and, and you get mad, you know? Yeah. Richard, I want to ask you, uh, are you an Anthony Robbins guy? Do you believe in self-help spirituality, the law of attraction? Do you believe in any of that stuff? Um, I've never got into Anthony Robbins. Like a lot of it just seemed like, I don't know, woo woo bullshit. Uh, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I don't even know what spirituality really even oh, means. Like, like a lot of people use that word. Did you, you believe in birth to death? Is it birth to oh, death? Before, you, do you before, believe before, before you go there, Mike, hold on. Like, did you envision your channel the way it is now? Uh, not really. So when I first started my YouTube channel, like I, like most people, I thought it would just take years and years for me to build up an audience, but it, it blew up pretty quickly. Um, so that was kind of a surprise, but you know, I, I knew deep down that if I, you know, kept doing it, I could probably develop an audience. I was confident in myself that mm -hmm. I could do it. Um, and yeah, just success happened a lot quicker than I thought it would. But that's like the law of attraction, like yeah. that, you, that, like you knew you can do it. That's basically it. Hmm. You know where where like you think about it, and then you make you work, it. Happen. You work towards the goal, and you were going to be successful at this no matter what. I yeah, I don't like I, I don't really agree with that. I've seen crazy delusional people who think you know they can be arm wrestling champions even though they're sixty years old. Like, well, and that's very true. So I wrote a book. I wrote a book called Just Ask the Universe, and I'm, I'm we are big believers in working hard, writing down your goals and implementing like fuck, right? If you're gonna sit on the couch all day and let the universe bring you things, it's never gonna work. And if you're gonna say, well, I wanna meet Elvis Presley. If the universe is gonna give me anything I want, I wanna meet Elvis and I wanna talk to him about the inner workings of Google, that's bullshit, that's never going to happen. But things that are legit, like you built an incredible channel with a few hundred thousand followers Right. So like our business, we're, we're trying to build this. Eric and I have now been doing a podcast for about a year and a half, and it's just finally starting to take off right now. And our goal is to have interesting people on like yourself uh, to learn about you and to learn about your successes and, and what made you work and how, how your YouTube channel really, how you hit a stride with that. Um, but, you know, I, I went through a lot of emotional shit also. I don't think as deep as yours, and I'm not comparing myself to you by any stretch of the means, but Anthony Robbins did help, and he's not woo-woo. He's all about getting down to the nitty-gritty. If you ever want to splurge, personal power too was really helpful for me, and that started my journey in, in self-help because we, we all need help. I mean, I'm in therapy too it, it, because everybody needs help. It, you know, like everyone's got issues, and for people to go, I don't have issues, I'm perfect, this and that, they have the yeah. most. And it's not about being a 75 year old arm wrestler, you know, you, yeah, that gonna, won't work. You're yeah. going to have black jobs in every genre. The news, the news fucks you up because they go, Oh, look, a 90 year old marathon. runner. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up. You know, this 90 year old marathon runner, he's it's a, it's a photo op. That's all it is, you know, but I'm just saying Anthony Robbins, personal power too, has was instrumental in my personal growth. Um, might be something you want to look into. You know, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, watched a bit of Jordan Peterson. I don't like the guy personally, but I do think some of his uh, self-help advice is pretty good. He's um, really deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But he's he's kind of deep and he's not like I can go on a whole thing with. with talk, tell us, talk to us, please. Come yeah, on. Yeah, the the dude. So the guy is kind of a grifter. I think when he talks about self help and how he particularly wants to help young men, I think he's being totally genuine there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I've seen some um, pages of his book Twelve Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. Some of it is just fucking stupid. Like it's just total bullshit. He had this like weird diagram, uh, like, oh my god, it, it made no sense. Like he he deliberately makes things overly complicated to hide that they don't make any goddamn sense, and just to to make it seem like it's smarter than it really is. Uh, the guy's also like a really weird conservative. He lied about uh, B C C thirteen or whatever it was to give um, transsexuals equal rights and protections under the law in Canada. Basically, all it did was it made transsexuals a protected class, just like um, how they made different religious groups a protected class, uh, different ethnic groups a protected class. That's all it was. And then he turned it into a thing where they're going to lock you up if you call like a man a, a woman or something. So he, he tried to, and that, that's literally what launched his career. That that whole thing, lying about uh, that bill was go- that was passed. Um, on top of that, I've seen some of his Patreon live streams where people ask him like the like legitimate questions, you know, like they just want to know. They asked him, um, some guy asked him, uh, it, like are gay couples, are they as good at raising children as straight couples? Mm-hmm. Well, rather than actually showing them the data, yeah, it uh, turns out that, you know, gay couples, whether it's two women or two men, when they raise a child, uh, the children have the exact same outcomes when it comes to uh, education, socioeconomic status, like the risk of imprisonment, things like that. Same outcomes. Rather than like just saying that, he said he he went on some tangent about how uh, children from broken families are more likely to have problems, lower socioeconomic status. They're more likely to be reliant off the government, social services. They're more likely to be imprisoned. So he was basically saying gay people have broken families. So the guy is yeah. a weird conservative kind of creep. I, I don't like him. He, he also uses a lot of weasel words. So um, he, like his classic line, that's not what I said. Uh, he, he'll say something that's very vague intentionally so that he can wheel back what he says. You'll have these weird, creepy, conservative ideas. There was that uh, mass killing in Canada where uh, somebody killed a bunch of people with a rental van. Turned out the guy was this uh, incel and he was just trying to lash out at the world because he couldn't get laid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jordan Peterson said, well, this is a result of uh, uh, like, no, the way we deal with this is enforced monogamy. What the fuck? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And it, like, it's pretty obvious what he's trying to say. Like, he's basically saying like, um, oh, yeah, we should return to traditional values where, like, uh, get rid of free love. Women should kind of be set up with, uh, you know, a dude. And there shouldn't be this hookup culture like there is. And it kind of pressures men to get into different relationships and that kind of shit. But then, you know, when people pointed out, like, this is insanely sexist and crazy, that's not what I said. Like, I, I don't like the guy. He, do I he dare? All the time. Do I dare ask you what your opinion is on Michaela? Oh, she's a moron. Just a complete <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, Jesus Christ, where to begin? Um, she she claimed that all of her knowledge on diet is scientific. She spent like countless hours researching. 
Then when I contacted her for a debate, she literally admitted to me she's never bothered reading any research or studying or anything. She doesn't know jack shit. So she's a, she's fucking lying. She's just a complete right. grifter. Um, she she's charging like a few hundred dollars or something for consultations for like for diet and, and nutrition. She just tells you to eat ribeye steak, like that's it. Just eat ribeye steak. What like three hundred dollars for a nutrition consultation? Right. What is she going to tell you? It's it's just ridiculous. She she doesn't have any kind of training in. Uh, you know, giving people diet and meal plans. She doesn't know anything. Who's the and one? Admittedly, who's the one you hate the most on YouTube? Who's the one that if you could just hang them by their their feet in the middle of a public square and be like, "You're the worst person ever." Who would it be? Um, it would either be Butterfield, Isaac Butterfield, or Penguin Zero. Those are the two people that I actually have the most beef with. I don't know who they are. I apologize. Yeah, Isaac Butterfield, he's a, an Australian comedian, and yeah. he is just the most dishonest piece of shit. You know how you talked about how you hate SJW culture and everything? His whole uh, shtick is he hates SJWs, he's unapologetic, you know, he's pro-free speech. But then when he criticizes anyone, he goes full SJW and uh, like really? he tries. Yeah, he, he's talked about how he hates cancel culture. Oh, going back five years into somebody's Twitter history to find an offensive tweet. Fuck that shit. He does that. So right. I, I can't stand the guy for that reason. And uh, Penguin Zero, he's just a dishonest uh, like man baby. Uh, really? he, he, he has the mind of like an, a spoiled little eight year old kid. I've uh, talked about how he's a complete hypocrite, how he claims, you know, he cares about animals. He's made a few videos uh, criticizing people for harming animals. He literally does the same thing. He goes over to like uh, McDonald's and shit and KFC to buy, you know, chicken and burgers and stuff. And th those animals are treated worse uh, than the, like than the animals that he's talking about, you know, that mm -hmm. are getting abused in these videos. And then I, I pointed out to him, you're being a total hypocrite. You're supporting animal abuse yourself. And then again, he goes on that, you know, whole tangent about how, oh, you know, I, I have to, it, it's natural, you know, those stupid excuses I was talking about. The guy's just so dishonest. I, so, yeah, I was shocked. I was people. shocked at the, that. I thought it was going to be Spheeridge. I thought you would hang Spheeridge up by his feet, but. <sighs> You know, he's a terrible person just in general. Uh, he, he's antagonistic the way he, like him and Milk Jar going to the squares and eating the goat head. It's like, bro, all right, I get it. Like, you feel that this is your diet, this is healthy, but just what are you, what are you sticking it in people's faces for? Like that, that's just, to me, that's wrong on every level. And I'm not against the guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm not even against the SJW. Oh, it, it goes beyond that, man. With Sferage, yeah. um, the us. guy has a long history of mental health issues. Um, mm -hmm. and it's not even entirely his fault. Like I do have a, a bit of sympathy for the guy. Right. Uh, he committed a mass stabbing when he was in high school. I think when he was 16, right. he stabbed, uh, four students, uh, I think two girls, Oh and God. I, according to some reports, <clears throat> he attempted suicide after the fact. Um, then he was like, obviously in, in a mental hospital for a while. And he, he's talked about like these weird issues he's had. He's been hospitalized for anorexia. And then during that, he wanted to try and kill and eat the doctors that were helping him. The dude, is, he's admitted this on camera. I, I've made videos about this. Um, just recently there was a, he moved to, uh, Romania and he was staying with a, a group of people yeah. and what ended up happening was 
there was a dude there who spoke the same language as his girlfriend. So his girlfriend, I, I don't know what language, like native language she speaks, but it's, he's from Latvia, she's from someone else. They both speak English though. Mm -hmm. But she met a guy who speaks <clears throat> her native language. So she was talking to him a bit more and spending more time with him. He got jealous and then he threatened everyone with a knife. Uh, and considering he stabbed a bunch of people before, that's kind of, you know, an issue. So he kicked everyone out of the house. Then he uh, threatened to kill himself if his girlfriend uh, didn't come back. And uh, then she came back. Then he threatened uh, to, like, beat her with a hammer. And uh, apparently cut her hair as, like, a form of punishment and shit. And uh, what's creepy, too, is uh, there's actually uh, video footage of her with a bruised, fucked up face. And uh, she actually had to get dental surgery. So he might have attacked her before. So, oh God. yeah, the, the dude's awful. And he's talked about how he doesn't respect his girlfriend. There's actually like he did a live stream, which he later deleted, by the way, where he was being abusive to her, not respecting her, treating I her like that. trash. I saw that. So, yeah, the the dude's just a like some of it's not his fault like he does have mental issues but the dude's mm -hmm. just a piece of crap like mm -hmm. just plain and simple even if he was vegan he'd be a piece of crap for doing this no. i'd love to have him on the show so <laughs> yeah we'll see how that one goes yeah. um so yeah michael had a question before i interrupted him but you know we're believers in the afterlife we're believers in life after death uh where do you stand on that so uh i don't really believe in life after death um i do technically kind of believe in reincarnation but it's not in the buddha sense where your soul just gets trans transferred into another body right. um i had a, a pretty crazy out-of-body experience i i think i nearly died in the hospital from like an opiate overdose i got an e coli infection in my knee and i was on the highest dose of morphine that they had and i had two surgeries back to back in the same day one in the morning uh, one in the evening and I was still in a ton of pain and the, the nurses gave me additional Percocets and Oxycontins. So I was on a ton of drugs and right. I felt like my heart slowed down. I felt like I was getting rained on, like there was raindrops falling all over me. And then I just felt my heart stop. And then right in that instant, I like went out of my body and I saw myself laying in the hospital bed. And then uh, all of a sudden just like I flew up into the sky and then I became like the entire universe. And uh, I felt like what? every particle and planet and everything, I didn't have a body or anything. And I just stayed there for like an eternity. It felt like I was just there infinitely. So, and you don't uh, believe in life after death. No. Um, so what I think, so what do you think that was? Yeah, yeah. What was that? So, okay. So, well, I think part of it was, um, it's so people can have this experience from I've had this experience uh, again from magic mushrooms. Um, some other people have had this experience from DMT. Uh, I there's a part of your brain that's actually responsible for basically letting you recognize that you're your own individual person. I think when you have some of these near death experiences or these psychedelic experiences, basically that part of your brain shuts off and then you you don't understand that you're your own person. And then you get the sense that you're everything. Um, so I, th I think that's basically what happened. So you think it's just um, a chemical type? Yeah, yeah. Reaction. That's, in all likelihood, that's what happened. But um, from from a number of psychedelic experiences I've had, including you know that near death experience, um, I think what happens is basically your matter gets broken down, 
And then other creatures consume you, worms, bugs, beetles, um, larger creatures. You know, eventually you just become a part of everything else's consciousness. So, like, I mean, what makes your own consciousness? Where did your brain come from? It, it came from the food you eat, other things around you, the water you drink, uh, you know, other things you consume. So I, I think that's basically what happens. Like, you don't, you die, like, you're gone, but um, the, the matter that created you, the matter that was responsible for your consciousness, it's just going to be reincorporated into other organisms and basically you're going to become part of that creature's consciousness. So do you, do you believe, do you believe in God? No. Um, I've, yeah, with that near death experience in the hospital, uh, with a bunch of psychedelic experiences I've had with like magic mushrooms, I've never had any sense or feeling that there was like a higher power in the universe. Um, from even when I was pretty small, like the only reason I believed in God when I was like a little kid was because other kids that I went to school with told me about it. I grew up in a very a religious household. Like they didn't tell me either way. So yeah, I, I never really took the idea seriously. And then, yeah, when I got into high school, when I like actually thought about this and I discovered like the atheist experience on YouTube, I, I just became an atheist. Yeah. Have you ever been read by a psychic or a medium? No. Interesting. Give it a shot. We, you know, our mother is a medium. Um, she connects with people from the afterlife. Uh, and it's relatively new. She started practicing it once my father died. Mm. And, um, you know, we believe our mother. And, you know, according to the people that she's read, she does cold readings. She's read people live on our show where we've picked random people from our audience and she's read them and connected with their relatives or told them certain things that have, you know, that and there's no one, there's no one more we trust than our own mother, Richard. Like she wouldn't be yeah. trying to find information <clears throat> on Facebook. We're not trying to convert you by any stretch of the means. <laughs> yeah. I just don't believe in that. Like I get it. I, get I mean, it. You, you could prove it to me. Like if you could, I don't know, there there's gotta be some sort of standard for burden of proof. Like if she, I don't know, could do some sort of reading on me and, I don't know, discover something about my grandfather that passed away that only I would know. Like that's Maybe happened. Kind of the, way, the, way that it the way that it works is, you know, like mediums are just a conduit to whatever the souls have to say. And you don't have control on what they tell you. So it's kind of like, it's like a moving train and then you'll get kind of, you have to distinguish the thought in your head versus the thought that's being put there. That's the way it's explained to me. I'm personally not a medium. I, I would like to try to be, but you know, I I don't know how. But it is it is a learned skill um, to to know how to do that. But I find it fascinating that you you actually left your body and you still don't believe that there's something bigger than. And I don't believe the guy on the throne saying you're good and you're bad. I don't believe in that type of god. I think religion is a man made thing. Um, I don't believe in religion. I think I believe in yeah. And, and I know you don't really understand. You don't really believe in that word spirituality. I do believe in spirituality. I believe that you can that that out that we're inhabiting these meat suits right for a time being for a limited time, and we're here to learn and to grow our souls. Um, whether that's true or not, I never had the experience you had of leaving my body that I know of. I, I could have, and I just didn't know about it. It's called but, that's called astral projecting. Yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating that you saw something bigger, 
I, I've never done drugs before in my life. I smoked weed once with my father, out of all people. Um, but um, oh, were you big into drugs? Do you, do you Did you like DMT and mushrooms and weed? And I've shit? never taken DMT. Um, I was vaping weed for a while just to deal with my anger issues to calm me down. But I, I've stopped for, I think, like, like the last three, four years. It's It's been a while. I, I was just it? taking it for my anger. No. Do you, you don't miss it? No. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was taking mushrooms for a, a variety of reasons that the main reason I initially tried mushrooms was because I heard it helps with creativity mm -hmm. and, um, I took them, um, they actually got rid of my depression for a while. So I actually right. want to try taking them, uh, again, because I've been dealing with uh, depression lately. So, and the FDA, the FDA has actually come out and said, uh, they're basically a, a miracle treatment for depression. Really? So yeah, they they use an entirely different mechanism from uh, SSRI drugs, so serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That's the the big class of drugs they're using for depression treatment right now. Mm -hmm. They don't really work. Um, so they use uh, mushrooms, the psilocybin, completely different mechanism for dealing with depression. So and it seems effective. There's already been one human trial, very promising. I think everyone in the in the test group had. Um, relief of depression for months afterwards right off of one dose so um yeah they're they're pretty useful uh, hopefully they become legalized soon uh mm. they um they like they are potentially dangerous i've heard of some people getting ptsd after taking them like they can give you insane terror like you've never experienced before really? um yeah i had a mushroom trip once where basically i was in this dark black void of pure nothing nothingness i was basically floating through space that was the, the sensation i got but then i entered this like insane expanse of nothingness that just went on for eternity and it felt like i was not going to experience anything like ever again and that was probably like the 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 biggest feeling of sheer terror that Jesus i've ever had Christ. So they can they can give you some pretty terrifying experiences, but um, every time, like even when you have a bad trip like that, it just feels like you take something away that's valuable. And, Did you ever um, take uh, ayahuasca? Have you done ayahuasca? No, I've wanted to. There's actually a shaman in Toronto near where I am who's uh, reached out to me, and uh, she does uh, ayahuasca meetups like every month. And uh, apparently. Yeah, apparently it's legal in Canada from, really? from what I understand. Bro, um, you, should see, you should live stream that I was, shit. I was just about to say. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can. Like, YouTube's pretty... Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, it's weird. Like, some channels can get away with it. I know Vsauce, he's actually done an ayahuasca trip and, and filmed it, and he got away with it. But according to their TOS, you can't do that. Like, it's really stupid. But uh, you, were, you were banned on YouTube once, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? I got I got banned. Yeah. How, they how deleted my channel. Wow. So a few of my videos broke terms of service. And I, I can kind of understand why. Like, there were jokes, but th they took it as, like, a personal attack against somebody. Um, the, the reason that I actually ultimately got banned, it was a mistake. That's how I got my channel back. I did a live stream criticizing slaughterhouses. It, it was a live stream about how slaughterhouse workers are mistreated and a lot of them get PTSD. Mm -hmm. They thought that I was actually, it, it had to have been some like Indian guy who doesn't speak English, you know, reviewing the video. Mm -hmm. He thought that I was promoting animal abuse or something. And that's why my channel ultimately got deleted. That was like the third strike that I got on my channel that got me deleted. 
So then uh, I signed up to uh, a multi-channel network, and then they talked with YouTube. Then I got my channel back. Interesting. Are you yeah. friends with Casey Vegetable Police? Uh, I was never really friends with them. I, I met up with them a few times, and I let them uh, borrow one of my cameras and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, I met him when I met him in person. He seems like a nice, friendly guy. Yeah. But you, you really had like I was kind of shocked at some of the things that happened. Like you know, he quit veganism and everything. It turned out yeah. he was never actually vegan. Right. He is a fucking moron. Um. <laughs> so I have never come across anyone in He's my self life. Self-admitted though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He calls himself a moron all the time. Oh yeah, totally. I have never in my life seen anyone who has a complete and utter lack of critical thinking skills. He's someone who literally believes the last thing he was told. Um, that's right. why he uh, at, at one point believed the Holocaust never happened. He Ooh. saw like some weird forum post talking about how um, it was all set up. They, they weren't concentration camps. They were like summer camps for Jews or something. <laughs> like, mm. And... I gotta yeah. tell you, are you not, friend, are you friendly with him now, or no. do, you, do you, no? no okay. I I just don't talk to him at all. All right, yeah. We uh, our our grandfather was a survivor. It was our mother's father was in the Holocaust and legit, you know, it was real. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like he's told me horror stories. He lost his entire family. He's stories. on the. He was interviewed by the Shoah Foundation, Steven Spielberg's foundation. So he has archived footage of him telling all the stories, which is really interesting to check out. Where he he, he basically made a foundation where he interviews every all living survivors and he said schindler's list was bullshit he said schindler's list didn't cover i don't know if you've ever seen schindler's list yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it was a great movie it didn't cover five percent of what actually happened you know oh, the, yeah. Na the nazis worse shit yeah. They, oh, yeah it was worse the nazis raped he his was literally in front of him. he was a 16 year old boy and he nor normal upscale life living and then one in day Poland, he, yeah. he came home from school and nobody was home nobody was home Jesus brothers yeah. and sisters were gone parents were gone and that was it just imagine being a normal 16 year old kid today coming home and then everything's done that's insane he, he eventually I what I understood is that he did meet up with his sister she was raped uh the mother was shot point blank in the head in front of him and he never saw his father again and he had a little sister he doesn't even remember but but people that deny the holocaust like you know all right that's it's your opinion they, they're idiots yeah but like you know again I, we're not here to say if anyone's wrong or right but we, we could tell you straight up, like we believed our grandfather and he lost his entire yeah, life. Yeah. You know, like, That's, you know, well, was, there's absolutely conclusive evidence. I, I mean, the, the deaths were even recorded by the Nazis themselves. Like, yeah. 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 I have a question. Do you yeah. believe in any conspiracy theories? It's a great yeah, question. Eric. Um, the Epstein case, uh, he was fucking murdered in, the, in that prison cell. That, like, that's the most <laughs> obvious one. Like, even the most like, yeah, anti, anti yes. like, conspiracy theory people, yes. they believe that. Yeah. Um, yes. I think the was it by the Clintons. Was it by Clintons, though? Yeah, there's, there's a high likelihood. <laughs> um, actually, Bill Clinton has a lot of skeletons in his closet for sure. sure. Um, the JFK assassination, I think that was definitely a conspiracy. Um, yeah. it, everything involved in that case was weird. Um, the The distance that you know the dis the distance wasn't that far. It's it's not a particularly hard shot. It's the speed at which he made those shots. On top of that, you can see he was shot from the front. Like when you Absolutely. shoot somebody, the you'll see shit blow out from like from the opposite side of the shot. Mm -hmm. he, he was shot in the front of the head, his head cocked back. You can see skull fragments blowing out from the back. That doesn't happen when you get shot from behind. Um, 
his wife, like, it was really weird. She, like, reached to the back of the car and picked up his skull fragments. When there's shots being fired. Yeah, that was strange. Doesn't make Uh, any sense. Do you believe in the, you believe the earth is flat? No, no, it's definitely round. Yeah, I've been on a plane before. You've been on a plane? Yeah, I've been on a plane before. He's been on a plane. He sees the ground. It's round. Yeah. Yeah. The no, fact I, that you can't see the entire earth and you end up seeing more as you go up, that kind of proves it's round. <laughs> have you done have you done shows on like conspiracy theories? Not really. Like I, I have had debates with flat earthers. Yeah. That, that's technically a conspiracy I would theory. I would watch I would watch you discussing like JFK. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would totally like having your like analytical mind talking about I love, things i think that'd I'm, be pretty cool i'm a writer richard i don't know if you knew that i've written i, I wrote a book monsterland you know it's it's actually being turned into a screenplay now hopefully to get into hollywood cool. yeah no I have, I have a whole team representing me on the left coast um and i in order to be a writer like i believe in conspiracy theories i don't believe the earth is flat but i think it's such a great thing to be like man maybe we amazing if it really was right or right. you know jfk like maybe there was five people shooting at jfk that day Right. Like right, it just right. the idea that, you you know, I, I, wrote, I wrote a book about a monsters in theme parks. Right. It was like it's like Jurassic Park. But instead of dinosaurs, it's all werewolves, vampires and zombies in a theme park, you know. Um, but I, I think, you know, you should definitely do a conspiracy theory channel. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conspiracy theory shows. I, I would totally dig conspiracy that. gains. I was actually games. thinking of making a channel where I talk about uh, mangas. Because there's a lot of like it kind of delves wow. into that realm where it's like theories make, about what happens in like a manga and conspiracies. What's manga? Yeah. Ma- so it's America- basically Japanese comics. Yeah. Oh, mangas. Oh. I'm thinking made it make America great again, asshole. No, no, no. Yeah. No, okay. No, okay. Manga. Manga. Yeah. I, okay. I misheard you. Yeah. yeah no. Um. I w- I would love to get into anime. I, I would. I heard it's just it's incredible. You should read Berserk. Yeah. Berserk. Okay. It, it's it's absolutely amazing, especially since you're a writer. Um, yeah. I think you'd really really dig Berserk. Um, Do you read? Do you read a lot, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, email email me your address. I'll send you. I've written twenty books, and okay. they're they're being optioned. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's it's all conspiracy. Yeah. If you want to if you want to get into like manga and anime, I'd say read Berserk and read Gantz. I, I think especially you, since you're a writer and a creative person, you'd yeah. love those too. Gans is the most insane thing I've ever read. Uh, really? It's it's crazy. Really? Um, it I, I don't want to spoil things for you because like a, a big thing in, in that in Gans is just being surprised each time. But it's about aliens. I, I think you'd really really dig it. I'm into um, it, man. That, that's yeah. that's what I write. I write about paranormal. I write about um, monsters, aliens, all that shit. I love. Oh yeah, that you, you'd freaking love Gantz. It, it really, is absolutely insane. Each chapter, you think like you've seen the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life, and then things go even more insane. Yeah, I'm you'd in. love it. So I'm it's in. A, it's it's is it like lo- animation? Or no, so there is an anime, and it's animated, but uh, the manga is what you want to read, the comic book. Manga, right. uh, it's, right. okay. it's insane. Yeah, I'm going to buy it as soon as we're done with the interview. Um, before you go, go you, yeah. you do um, – you, you, right? ga- you game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your so, game What's your game, what's of, your choice? game of choice? So right I'm usually into like first-person shooters, so uh, Call of Duty, Doom. Um, I've gotten into VR gaming a lot recently, so really? – yeah, so I, I play a lot of shooters in VR too, like uh, Pavlov. Um, Have you won Warzone yet? Um, no, I, I don't. I, I, I hate Warzone. Called what? Warzone. Just trash. Yeah, I, I can't stand battle royales. 
they're just awful. Oh my god, we've come in so, second place, Richard. We like place. so. Eric and I are born gamers. We've been gaming since as far back as you can remember. Every system, like we've had it, and right now we are so intent on winning one fucking game in Warzone. Yeah. And we're playing now four <laughs> months straight. Eric and I play every night at six p.m. After like you know the, everyone's done with dinner and shit. Like we go, we sit down, we call we each other. Kids, my six-year-old son is obsessed, and yeah. we're we're trying to win one Warzone game, and it's it's impossible. I want to I want to start a, a gaming channel in the worst way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you no, should. We're not, we're not good enough, man. I'm I'm excited for the new Call of Duty. It, it actually looks pretty dope. It's, Cold War uh, looks good. Yeah, Cold War. You yeah. play on Xbox or uh, PC? No PC. That's awesome. He, come on, Mike. Of course he plays. On yeah, PC. Uh, yeah, yeah. I expect yeah. nothing less. I mean, come on. It's not even. If you're if you're into shooters, you got to play on PC. Um, uh, when this is done, email us your gamer tags. We'll we'll hook up online. I would sure. love to play. Yeah. We're we're big gamers. We love that shit. All right, but, for um, sure. Richard, where can people find you? I mean, I think we're done, right, Eric? I asked them everything. I, I, I mean, I got my fix. It was a great show. Yeah. So, uh, vegan gains on YouTube. I'm also on Twitter, vegan gains. Yeah. You can find me on there. Great. Awesome. Everybody, Everybody thanks for coming on, man. please like subscribe, share our channel. Greatly appreciated. And go watch. If you want good entertainment and really educational videos, go watch vegan gains on YouTube. The guy knows his shit for real. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Richard. For thanks on, for Richard. coming on, man. Hang, hang, hang up, hang out for two seconds. All right. We're going to play the uh, outro. Thanks. Bye everybody. everybody.